Hello everyone, this is Trevor with Tea Time Reports. I'm joined here by Brady and Caden. We have a nice little Detroit Lions uh, NFL kind of episode here for everyone. Um, not only just discussing some recent news and just transitions and additions to the team, but just overall expectations. Uh, Brady hasn't been able to come on and talk about the Lions yet, and um, Caden's only been on for one episode of these, and we, we didn't miss a game. I don't think we've missed a Lions game in two years. So um, just I just wanted to get Brady's opinion on. Thanks for coming on, bro. But sure. um, what are your thoughts on the Detroit Lions going into this upcoming season and just overall, you know, what, what you're expecting? But big news, the, kind of not really big news. A lot of people were shitting on this guy, but I think it's a good addition, but Denzel Mims, okay. I, I like that signing. I like that trade, excuse me. But what are your expectations for the Lions going into this uh, third season under Dan Campbell? I just want to start. I, I think they're going to go on an upward trend. Um, I mean, they started, they ended it off great last year. I mean, the best they could. But uh, they've got new additions, a good, new, a great new running back in the draft. That's what you got to focus yeah, on. Yeah, Jameer Gibbs, I love him, bro. Your quarterback, he's good. Going, go, coming from last year, going, coming into this year, he's looking good. Yeah, I mean, it's weird to say that a 29 year old, he's now going to be 29 here pretty soon, still has upside. Yeah. Like it's 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 not really seen much at all. Like, Loki, I think, and I, I might be wrong here, but. Uh, his greener his greenest pastures might be ahead of him, you know. He might he might have not reached them yet. Maybe. I he's mean, gotten to that Super Bowl. He's gotten to that Super Bowl. They have to get to. But have to get a Super Bowl and win. Yeah, yeah, you have to win, and that's that's what I think he can do. Like, it's well, definitely possible. It's definitely possible. Happen this year. No, I I, don't, I, don't, I think know. you know I I have hope that they can make a splash this year in the postseason, yeah, but so um, they need to. It'd have to be this year. It really would because you can't give the Bears another year. You can't. Yeah. You can't give the Packers another year. Can, it has to be this season. But we're also we're gonna be good in two years as well. I mean, we have such so, so many young guys oh, yeah. that are just developing, developing, developing. Hendon yeah, Hooker, yeah, uh, he's he'll not be playing with the team. He's not that. He's, he's not a hundred percent, but um, and we're gonna really see what Jamison Williams is in two years. Yeah, no, we'll see him. Hopefully, what see what he is after this season. Yeah. I know he's gonna miss the first six games, but. What are your expectations overall for the record? What do you think, projection-wise, what do you think the Lions will wind up being, Brady? Honestly, worst, probably like 10 and 8. Mm. 10, oh, 10, 10 and, and 7, 10 yeah. 7. And then best, I'd probably say 11, uh, maybe 12 and... 12 and 5? Yeah, 12 and 5. So it's a high possibility. But they're definitely winning the division with those numbers. Yeah, they have to. I don't think the Vikings are winning the division. I think they'll put up monster numbers as normal, but the the that's their only that's their only problem in that division right now. Is the Vikings truthfully like without a doubt, but but they don't have their star running back anymore. Yeah. Kirk Cousins. I mean, they've got star receivers, but still the run game you, they got to hit him. Grab the Kirk Cousins. And the Lions have good defense too. They're coming well, up with good defense. It's getting not, better. Not a good defensive season, but the first seven weeks it was historically yeah, the worst terrible. defense of all time. But that it switched around, like they yeah, made they different. Got some sacks. Yeah, that's they, what I'm talking about. I mean, the pressures got up, and just Aiden Hutchinson emerged, and mm. nothing happened to Kirk Cousins. But you know, you take away a proven running game, then you know, I don't. I'm, I'm not saying that um, they're running back now. Madison, I think his name is. Madsen, um, he, he looked good, promising here and there, but I just don't know if he's a premier running back. But um, let's just get our thoughts on the Mims uh, trade, I guess. Um, not not a not not a big name. What was the? Let me look up the details of the trade. Yeah, look up the details real quick. But 
not a big name or anything like that. Second round pick uh, has upside to be a playmaker. Obviously, Zach Wilson was his quarterback for a while, so it's not like he could have like really emerged. Um, and obviously, we're talking about this off Mike Brady, but he was in the shadow of Garrett Wilson and some of those other guys. You know, Braxton Berrios was let go, but he, you know, he was on the team while he was there. But I think Mims actually now has a chance to really show what he can do, probably on a probably on a little prove it deal they traded for him. I don't know how much was left yeah, in his what, contract. Where, where do you think he's going to be at on the wide receiver? Um, probably the uh, uh, right now, probably wide receiver three. Because Jameson Williams is out, Ooh, and then yeah. you have Amon Ra, who's slot, obviously, and then Josh Reynolds. I would probably put him at wide receiver four now. Dude, I have and this. I have the trade details in front of me, and I I don't think I was too off from a couple minutes ago. It was a um, it was a uh, so the Jets gave up Denzel Mims and a conditional seventh round pick, and the Lions will send back a sixth round pick. So they honestly like that's really good like. Not only to get a player that was drafted in the second round, but a, a pick back. I didn't think. I, wow, that's. Yeah. Uh, that's. Uh, you know, I'm not saying it's a big trade. No, it's you know, not. They got a seventh with him. But. Those little smart moves, like, and you don't know what Brad Holmes is going to do in the draft. He got you Kirby see, Joseph in the exactly. seventh, bro. He he got Rodrigo in the sixth. Chase Lucas. Yeah, I mean, he, a, a little bit of a, a a slow season for him, but I think yeah, he has I mean, screen. He, yeah, he definitely he has, screen a pass. He has upside, so. yeah. but I, I you know, you didn't really touch on it yet, Brady, but. You think he's going to be an impact on the offense, or I mean, what what are your expectations uh, for that? I mean, yeah, he, he didn't do great in his first couple years. No, nothing, nothing stellar or out of this world. But you know, again, with Ben Johnson as the OC, and he seemed to looks he makes Amon Ra look like a top five receiver. You know, he almost has two hundred receptions in two seasons. Okay, well, we'll see what he can do I with mean, this guy. But well, we'll like see. But I mean, he is shifty. Isn't that bad, you know. But- no, I'm in rising that bad, but I'm not going to sit here and say that he's as physically gifted as like Chris Olave, I would Drake say the London, most... and that's that's why 16 guys were drafted ahead of him, and like receivers, um, and, and I think he's better than most of them that, he's that were. He's very technical. He's an overachiever, and that's why very I love Amon Ra. I think one of the craziest things we did last season was make do with Tom Kennedy being a starting wide receiver for us. For and they brought him back. Oh, yeah, y'all, were, Tom y'all were starting Tom Kennedy. Yeah, I think Mims could probably take his place. He has to. He has um, to get into form. Like, they have to get him into form. I feel like the Jets didn't really – he wasn't really doing anything. No. We no. And, and you know what? I think he was injured for a little He bit. was injured. He did deal with, you know, yeah, injury bugs. but. I think he'll have just as much of a role in the offense as Marvin Jones Jr. Um, they brought him back as well. They both kind of have that similar play style, in my opinion. Shifty, very like powerful you know, ball carriers when they have it in their hands. But um, I'm, I'm excited to see what Mims can do with Goff because having a, you know, a guy that's going to be utilized in like the short pass game, probably some wide receiver screens, never a bad option to, uh, to help out the offense. Just always... Have an option, maybe even take it off over the top, you know. But what what do you think overall of um of this Mims acquisition, Caden? Yeah, I don't think it'll be anything big in in terms of long term. But he's a good in in our in our case, he's a good positional, you know, plug and play player for us because of the situation that we're going through with Jameson Williams and other guys in our team that are possibly injury prone. So I say it's it's not a bad backup plan. Yeah, and again, just a kind of a good plug and play, similar I mean, he, to Tom he, Kennedy. He probably is going to start. 
Like I, maybe, I, he, I think maybe. he will probably start over he Josh Reynolds. Doesn't I don't know. To. I don't know if he deserves to. I, I don't like if he if he, he balls out in camp and you know we don't we don't know you know we'll, we'll see that We're preseason soon. and preseason as well. But yeah, Josh Reynolds is a sure-handed guy. He's he drops some touchdowns no, not, and no. stuff. You know, fuck, the past two fuck years. Josh no, he's, he's, he's 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 for what he is. He's caught some pretty nice passes. And he's but when been, it matters, yeah, when it matters, it's not who Josh Reynolds is. Dude. But I think Denzel Mims could you know take that spot and you know maybe refine his craft because he was drafted in the second round. Um, the only reason Josh Reynolds was brought over was because of his chemistry with. Jared Goff, and they needed that. They needed something, bro, because when Jared came over, they had no one. It Quintez Cephas, and yeah. it, it was a joke, bro. It was it was a fucking joke. So, I mean, I, I think, saw... like you said, he's a good plug-and-play player that might start, yeah. but I think, like you, you said it perfectly, Jameson's going to be out. I, I think he actually will probably start He'll play for six weeks. I don't, he does not deserve to start. We'll see. I mean, you can't safely say that about a player until you know we see what they have um, on this new club. But I think it's seen, a fresh start for him. Who's your like, number two wide receiver? Uh, well, number Amin two Ra- and uh, well, Amon Ra's Marvin X, Jones Jr. I mean, Marvin Jones would probably be starting. Josh Reynolds probably starting. Jamison, when he's there, he's X. But why? We don't have a true why. So that's the issue right now that we're going through because Josh Reynolds is not our true why. Neither is Denzel Mims, but. We have a rotation and a committee of guys that are able to kind of produce that. Like Tom Kennedy threw a fucking touchdown pass last year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we we have guys that are able to, you know, like you said, plug and play. But we do need that traditional why. Because you look at the yeah. Bengals, you look at some of these other clubs that just have those guys on each side. T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, Jamar Chase. You need those versatile weapons for every position because... That's what these elite clubs were able to do. Those, that's how they score 30 points a game. Mm. That's how Jared Goff led the 13th high-scoring offense in 2018 of all time. 33.5 points a game. 33 touchdowns. That's his statistically best season, but I think his best season was last season, uh, 28 and 9 uh, picks. But I, I do think, you know, we were, we were touching on it a little bit, that um, overall, you know, you, you said the greener pastures for Jared might be in front of him. They might be, you know, yeah, coming off the head. And it's strange to see the upside continue to like. We don't know with Jared because he's not he's not some guy you're gonna see him running around like a Lamar or like a, even a traditional like improviser esque kind of guy like Joe Burrow or Patrick Mahomes. Um, he's just he uses his mind. Like you have to just know the game to be good if you're Jared Goff because he's not physically gifted like Josh Allen or Joe Burrow, and that's not a slight to him. He just has to know the defense better than anyone on the field. Hey, but low because key, if he doesn't, he's going to look like a Brock Osweiler out there. So key, that's just though, something about his game I've always loved. You could argue, and me, me and Logs have talked about this too, you can argue that he is a top five, possibly even top three when he's hot, passing quarterback in the oh, NFL. I, I, I know he is. Like, I, I know he is. That's fucking top crazy. Three? Yeah. Yes. It, their that's offense was top three all, all season. Yes. Yeah, Patrick was better than that. Yeah. Jared Goff throws one of the prettiest balls in the NFL, and like that's it, it's a weird Aaron thing Rogers. to say. Yeah, no, absolutely. But like, and then when he wants to be Jared Goff, is in top. Well, three. last season Jared Goff was better than Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. I, I don't care what anyone says. He beat him twice. No, we're talking about like I, thrower of the football. Right. Like, going that, that into this beautiful. season, I'm still with so Rodgers. beautiful. I'm still going with into this season. Yeah, I'm still with Rodgers. I mean, that throw is beautiful. No one throws a ball like that. Throw, yeah, I, I throw all day, sure, but. 
quarterback last year. Jared exactly. Goff outplayed yeah, him yeah, yeah. and outplayed probably every quarterback in that division. I mean, that's why we beat him And twice. still heavily disrespected on in, in every conversation you have about the guy. And that's, that's just very Detroit. So I think, you know, I yeah. think he'll have a very good year this year. I think it'll be better than last year. And hopefully it'll end up in a, in a playoff win. But, you know, overall, I think for Dan Campbell, for D- the Detroit Lions as a whole, I think they definitely need a playoff win. A wild card win would be really good. Um, but I would really, really love a divisional uh, divisional championship win. Mm. That's, what, that's what they need. They, I, I don't think anything shorter of that is acceptable for this club next season. Like, talk about Super Bowls all you want, the favorites. I don't give a fuck about that. They need to win the divisional. Like that's all they need to do. Win two playoff games. You know they're not going. You know, whoever they play, the 49ers, the Eagles, probably not going to win in that conference game. But like just getting there would be historic. This team hasn't done anything for 70 years. Just something that I, I've been thinking about all off season is like they they've just been getting better. Like they, all since the draft. Like I know they offloaded players, DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams, but. They got what they could out of them last year, and they didn't get to the promised land. So they need to reload and reset. And I think that they've done it beautifully, signing David Montgomery, drafting Jameer Gibbs, potentially the Todd Gurley of the draft. Yeah. No one's really talking about that. He literally, Brad Holmes was that hyped because he realized, oh my God, this is reminding me of <laughs> when I was with the Rams mm-hmm. not too long ago. Got this guy named TG3, kind of a kind of a dog, yeah. if you remember. And honestly. <laughs> And the the Madden ratings came out. He was a he uh, Jameer Gibbs is top three in speed. Yeah, I don't even for, for running backs. Just Madden, bro. I don't even like to talk about Madden when we're talking about real life players because I fucking no, no, hate no. Madden. I'm, bro. I'm just saying like that. That's they put some respect on his name. I no, like for that. sure, respect. I like that. Respect is deserved. He's a top fifteen pick, but I think he'll be an immediate impact player. Like way more impactful yes. yeah, than yeah, Kenneth Walker, yeah, yeah. Damian Pierce. He's gonna have a bigger rookie season, but then both those guys. Pass uh, catching, oof. rushing wise, I think that'll be hard because he's doing. Uh, I think dual combined fifteen hundred yards. He's like doing I, dual carries. I have high hopes for him. Yeah. Dual carries, yeah, but a lot of other running backs are as well. And I don't mean, forget, David Montgomery's a dog. David is a dog, so but he, I think he he'll will be that. He you know, will that, get some playing time as well. He will get a time. lot of pl- uh, playing time, and you see their skill sets. They kind of complement each other perfectly just like Jamal and DeAndre did last year when they were actually both healthy at the same time it worked and they just got younger and and better at Mm -hmm. that in that running back room so I think that's just upside but Mm -hmm. I I think the fact that we'll have Jameer Gibbs he's young he's not we don't know if he's prone to injury knocking on wood obviously like DeAndre Swift and then Jamal Williams who had just had a historic season was probably going to want a decent amount of money but obviously I wish we would have brought him back Instead of you know maybe signing David, but yeah, I, I like either him way. on the Saints. Though. I like him on the Saints. Yeah, the I'm Saints are line. he's he's gonna be well loved there and he's I, a good player. The only thing I don't like about about that is you know being a, a Bucks fan as well. You know we have to play him two times a year. Jamal Williams running back for the Saints. But I feel like we could have re-signed him and just and just had Jameer Gibbs and Jamal Williams. I actually would prefer that over David Montgomery. That's what I'm saying. Because I think Jamal Jamal Williams is better than David Montgomery. But for positional values, Jamal Williams was leading in rushing touchdowns last year. Yeah. So put him on the line. He fucking scores every time, bro. He had a great season. Positional values, scoring a touchdown, he's the best running back in the league at scoring a touchdown. He had the most touchdowns last year. You can't argue that. And, you know, he'll definitely do really good things for the Saints. But like you said, sucks for the Bucs. They have to see him twice a season now. 
But, um, no, I don't think the rush attack for the Lions will take a hit. In no, fact, I, I think it might yeah. get better. But we'll see, obviously. But mm-hmm. what really the question mark is on the on the offense, and the offense is not the question mark of this team, um, in my personal opinion, because, obviously, Ben Johnson, he's just such a creative play caller and makes everyone look good, um, is that that Y receiver. Um, so, you know, with that being said, you know, the, the Denzel Mims trade might actually help with that. But another thing that we do need to start off this season, not one and six again. Mm. For two seasons, we started out, well, in the first season, nearly went, <laughs> we nearly Shit. lost every game. Yeah, we only won three game. games in that first year with Dan Campbell. And this past season, start out one and six, doesn't look good. Tied a game as well that year. Right? Yeah, they tied yeah. a game as well. But we can't start out like that. And the defense actually has to start out hot. It has mm-hmm. to actually hold up and create stops, create turnovers in the beginning part of the year because that's mm-hmm. what killed us. We were we could have beat the Eagles. We could have beat yeah, all the, could have beat, beat all these teams. Could have beat the Bills on Thanksgiving if the defense just made stops when they needed to. Because the mm-hmm. offense was p- pushing points through the board. Man, million like, percent could have beat the Seahawks. Yeah, they but, fucking scored forty points on us. But I mean, when you had a guy like Mike Hughes playing cornerback for you, that's when you really just have to say, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, glad he's not on the roster anymore. Like, and I, I tore that guy to shreds a couple episodes ago. I mean, he he. Shouldn't Mike Hughes. Oh, Mike Hughes. One of yeah, the worst yeah, players Hughes, I have ever seen on an NFL fucking no, field. No, 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 no. What worst, was he doing? One of the worst players I've ever seen. Uh, who's the guy? Uh, Arun Warrior, is that his name? Oh, my God. Amani. Fuck that He had seven bro. picks in the first season with Dan Campbell. Fuck Next, last year, just falls off a fucking cliff. He had they, like, they've re-signed him, though. Dude, he had like five fouls in one game, bro. Like five um, PIs. Yeah, PIs in one game. It was so bad, bro. It was so. It was had, his first game back for basically like five weeks. He got benched and didn't play a single game after that. Yeah, didn't yeah. play a single game after that. And then Okuda's out, thank God. Um, yeah, and he can go, maybe revive his career with Atlanta, but uh, I we, don't see it happening. Do we draft a, a cornerback? No, we, we drafted, we drafted Brian, Brian Branch. Branch. I wanted to. We should I, have. I wanted them to. But I, I wanted Deontay Banks or, or some one of those guys, but yeah. or Keely Ringo. But I'm glad that we went with Brian Branch. Got the best safety on the board. Yeah. And he's definitely going to be playing some nickel for us. But we also definitely got CJ Mosley and um, Emmanuel. Is it Emmanuel Mosley? Uh, yeah, Emmanuel Mosley. And then um, some. Oh gosh, Sutton from yeah, Cameron Cam, Sutton. Cam Sutton, yeah. And then we also got CJ Gardner Johnson. Those guys we've talked about a bunch. But oh yeah. Me, you know, I'm also an Eagles fan too, and this happened. He said this today. No, I swear, he said this today, and uh, he, he was he was talking about like he was just shit talking the the Eagles fans, talking about yeah they're fucking obnoxious. Yeah, he was talking about how f- the fans in Philly are, are awful. Yeah, not oh, like oh awful God. fans, but like just they're not good people mm. type shit. <laughs> I mean, they they eat horse shit and destroy their city mm. whenever they win a big game. I mean, that's just spirit, though, I guess. <laughs> but yeah. Um, so if we do match up with them in the playoffs, or because we don't match up with them any time this year, so you know, if it does go to the playoffs and it's us and them, I see him having a big game. I agree, and I think that if the Eagles and Lions, you know, I was talking about how if they meet up in the conference game, yeah, conference you know, final, they may not win. The Lions may not win that, but you know what? I, I they you may, said they, earlier that you think they could get to a Super Bowl this year. They may they, be I able think they to. Could, I, they, they have a chance. Could. This is the most yeah. chance they've had in a while. Like. This is the op- this is the most this year is the most open it's going to be, but I mean the the division's wide open. Mm. I mean Aaron Rodgers. They have to worry about the Vikings. They do. 
Yeah, but, but I think they, they don't have to worry that. about them in the playoffs, bro. They just got beat by the Giants in the playoffs after winning fucking 12 games, 13 games. Bro. I think the uh, the biggest worry, the biggest threat to us yeah, is Alex Magoo. Yeah, Alex Magoo potentially coming in and starting for the Packers is the biggest concern for I me. I Alex Magoo goes undefeated, um, bro. No, because when Jordan Love gets benched in week four and Alex Magoo comes in and winds up throwing 37 touchdown passes and almost 4,500 passing yards. Zero picks. No picks. Zero no picks. picks in over 400 pass attempts. I can immediately expect an MVP um, for Alex Magoo, and the Lions won't win a game against the Packers while he's in that building. Yeah. Um, You're going to have to switch no teams. Big, no incompletions. He's got to switch teams no. if, if, if Magoo... Perfect passer rating in, in his debut. Um, oh but that's just Alex Magoo, you know. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> it's Alex fucking Magoo, you know. Dude, he he very well may start this year. There's a chance. There's a chance, but that's a different conversation. Yeah, going back the, on topic. But um, overall, I, I know I've that's given my great. expectations and projections for the season. But as an unbiased fan of the NFL, Brady, what are your thoughts and what do you think that? Um, what are the what is the low like wild card and what's like the high Super Bowl? I think they can make the wild card. Okay. Okay. Do you think they can they win can wild take card? The division. Okay. They could take the division, but they could. If they get a first round bye, that'd be amazing. Yeah, they they can make it in the wild card for sure. I, I think if they can make it in the division, that'd be. Mm. That'd I, be a massive accomplishment. Just uh, they're the lions. Low key, the biggest like season setter to define our entire season. Maybe not define our entire season, but uh, like like we had the game against the Eagles at the start of last year. That game kind of defined our our, our season. Enough, but not enough. You know yeah. what I mean? We're facing week one, the Kansas City Chiefs. In Arrowhead. In Arrowhead Stadium, first game of the year, prime time. You know what I mean? I mean, this is it. This is it. You know what I mean? Like like that one Jeezy song. This I is mean, it. fuck the rest of the season, bro. Like, this this is it. <laughs> no, like, no, I'm not even fucking playing, bro. Like, watching this team for two uh, years now, if they come out here and get their asses spanked, by the Chiefs, hey, and Mahomes, it's, it's, it's not going to be a good season. Mahomes just beat my team in the Super Bowl. I want Mahomes on a platter, bro. I and want the last time, him up, bro. The last time these two quarterbacks, Jared Goff and Patrick Mahomes, met, it was the greatest game I've ever watched on live TV. Yeah, it really was. It was 50 fucking 4 to 51. It was insane. Yeah, man, this might be a crazy game. It, it was insane. insane. And Jared Goff Every obviously won that season, game. I bet this game is all scripted up. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> bro, maybe Lions probably, win. Yeah. Maybe. Oh fuck yeah, bro. That's the script right there. Lions mm-hmm. fucking win, forty-eight to two, Here's opening your week. That's your prediction? No, no. My prediction, honestly, if we're gonna do that opening week, Tom, I mean, Brady. he ain't Tom Brady. I mean, right now, early. Prediction. Right now, early prediction for that opening game. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go thirty-one to twenty-eight, Detroit right. Lions. I'm going um, 34-31. Hmm. I'm yeah. going 34-31. Getting Lions. shut down by the fucking Lions opening week. And they're going to be the number one on the power rankings for everyone because they just beat the Chiefs. Everyone can start fucking talking about them with respect. And Jared Goff can actually get a nice uh, fucking... Do I have to make my prediction? Jared Goff, yeah. But you this is tough, bro. Y'all are hyping him up, but I don't know. <laughs> Chiefs did just win a Super Bowl. That's true. Chiefs just win a fucking Super All right, Bowl. I'm going to go... And they have Killer Trav. I'm going to go... 34-28. Aiden Hutchinson gets two sacks in that game. He's getting two sacks. Actually, we'll that is a hard line to play against, bro. Hassan Reddick had zero. 
I'm taking a Lee McNeil, Isaiah Bugs, John Kaminsky, fucking Aiden Hutchinson, James Houston, Alex Anzalone, and Malcolm Rodgers. I'm taking that front seven and whatever committee we decide to run that game over whatever O-line you put in front of them, bro. That D-line in, like, in the matter of half or even a season, it will be the best D-line in the fucking league. Like, it will be. Bro, just watching, that, watching them play, James Houston with a full season... Seven and a half sacks in six games. You're smoking fucking cock if you don't think that guy's gonna <laughs> go in and fucking throw Patrick Frogman Mahomes on the ground at least one and a half times collectively in that opening game. So I mean, I'm just saying, like, it's gonna be it's gonna be a very nice game, bro. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna get to see what this team's really made of. If they get humiliated, then they're the same old lines, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. If, if they go out there and get fucking spanked. It's the same old lines, and I'm just I'm literally gonna turn the game off in the middle of the third That's quarter. That's all you did last season, bro. And I was just there, and I I kept on watching all the games. This dude was just fucking turning them off. Bro, they gave me heart attacks, bro. This I team told gives you, bro. Me I heart told attacks. you. I told you, bro. I, you need to I, keep uh, with him, bro. Dude, it gives me it gives me that Demar Hamlin shit. You gotta bro. keep you with your team, bro. No, I, I watched them, bro. I would just turn it off and get raged out and go back and be like, oh, okay, they're actually winning now. But it would just be like the defense. It would be the defense. Third and twenty-seven converted, yeah. fucking third and seventeen converted. Now that that's a Seahawks game. The game Seahawks game, reason, bro. What was that? It was like it was like th- it was like forty-six to forty-three ending ending score. And it's just because the defense could not stop any anyone. No, they Gino couldn't Smith stop was a, fucking a child. Mahomes. Geno Smith was fucking passionate. No, no, he wasn't, bro. I was watching that game, bro. It was the same three tight end route rollout every play that we were just getting burned on because none of our corners knew how to fucking do anything. Kenneth Kenneth Walker was the greatest running back of all time. Bro, when you have a tight end Will Disley looking like Travis Kelsey, then you're Mm -hmm. losing the game. You're you're losing the fucking game, bro. You're not winning. (laughs) I mean... uh, Aaron Glenn, or DC, like, I, I really was calling for his fucking head last year, bro. But he turned it around, showed me some upside to what he can do. They fired their defensive backs coach, and then, like, after that, the whole turnaround happened. But I really hope that uh, this year, you know, and the defensive backs coach they fired was Audrey Pleasant. I mean, that was a former player. I mean, they got better when he left. But yeah, it did. I, I really hope better. that they just, better. if they start out in a rut, I mean, they really like if they can if they can beat the Chiefs opening weekend, bro. I mean, that just sets the tone, like you said, for the fucking season. Mm-hmm. Like they're they could you go on a four game win streak after that because you just beat the Super Bowl champs and they they have the, they have Ben Johnson. I, I I truly believe he is a genius play caller. Like he will be a head coach someday. And I think you know if you have him on your side, who honestly now that I'm like saying he kind of reminds me of like an Andy Reid like when he like when he's like play calling type mm-hmm. shit very creative very fucking creative yeah. like I'm he just talking does shit and it, it works just, bro. dude they threw a pass to Penny Sewell for a first down yeah. like I'm talking shit it, like that that was like one of the most crucial first downs of the entire season it was it, it was. was fucking Penny Sewell and I just that's Get what the big man yeah, yeah. and dude, it, he ran with it and he dove yeah played it smart went, went down inbounds Played the game smart, and that's that's what this team needs to do. And they they did that on offense last year. Safe, smart. Safe, smart, but also well, ca- golf is fucking throwing bombs. No, I mean he was yeah. throwing some good bombs too. We don't have that deep threat in DJ Chark, you know, the first six weeks of the season. But I mean, I think we'll be fine because DJ Chark really wasn't anything crazy for us last season. But he did take the top off the defense when he yeah, needed he to. So that's going to be he a drew loss. The safety. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. But I mean, overall, I mean. I really do have high hopes for this team. I think me and Caden definitely do. But um, I think 
I think everyone is an NFL fan in the media. Every, everyone's kind of blowing this team up and expecting a lot from them, and they got to they got to prove it. And especially opening week, uh, opening weekend would be fucking amazing. That that kickoff is going. I'm gonna be fucking ecstatic, bro. I'm gonna be chilling, bro. Yeah. But um, anything else you guys wanted to touch up on on the Detroit Lions, Brady? Anything you wanted to say? Anything that uh, kind of catches your eye about the team? No. I, I do think my prediction is. Worst, they'll make the wild card. Best, they'll make the division. Okay. So, worst wild card, best, best, of, best winning the division. Okay. And they are favored to be Super Bowl contenders, and I can see that happening. I mean, they're, they're a team you don't want to play in the playoffs for mm-hmm. sure. But, like you said, they're the Lions. You know, that's, they've, they've, they've been terrible for think, 70 years, well, bro. I don't think the Chiefs are underestimating them or... No, anybody yeah. in their division, like the Eagles, I don't think they're gonna underestimate. Them. No, yeah, nobody's underestimating the Lions no. this year. After last year, you can't because they'll fucking prove you wrong. Because everybody was, every single team that didn't treat us with respect, we went in there. They still the game. have to make the playoffs. So. Yeah, I mean they were damn they close not made to the it. Playoffs this year. Yet. No, I mean, since like what? Twenty sixteen, and they lost that game against uh, Russell Wilson. The last Wilson. time they've won a playoff game. Ninety four. Scott Mitchell. Was Scott Mitchell the lefty? Hell Scott yeah. Mitchell. From heaven, um, but yeah, no. I mean, they've been a, one of the worst professional sports franchises of all time, and just being, just winning a playoff game is what they need to do. It's like that's all they need to fucking do for their franchise, for their city, for the state of Michigan. I, I mean, they really need to fucking win. Yeah. Just something, something yeah. meaningful. Go out there and just your sports team win it. For yeah, just exactly. a wild card or a divisional game. That's crucial. But um, I think. Some weird UFO sounds out there in the sky. Oh shit, guys, we're getting abducted. Oh my god, we're yeah. <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> no, but we we appreciate everyone for tuning into this episode of Tea Time Reports. This is Brady, Caden, and Trevor, and we're signing off. Take care.